the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we are on the eve of NFL Draft Day 1 set and the stage is built. I've seen it right there along Lake Erie in Cleveland, Ohio. And of course, the rumors are flying everywhere. Fast and furious. Nobody really knows still what San Francisco is going to do at number 3, including Adam Schefter, who was on Get Up today, Lundy. And he said, well, you know, the Niners, uh, they're still weighing their options between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Uh, As of this weekend, they had yet to make a decision. So I, I think they're just going to like pick a name randomly out of the hat, and it's probably going to be like Kellen Mond, uh, something that's Did- completely out of left field that nobody is seeing. It's going to be utterly ridiculous, but I can't wait mercifully for that pick to be selected and we can move on with our lives. But our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, if you don't want to wager the ungodly juice on Mac Jones, uh, they've got uh, one that is seduced by the juice, at least I was when I saw it today. Will uh, two running backs be selected in round number one? So the line is at one and a half. I'm going to take the over, and it's boosted at DK today to plus 225 on that over. So you and I have already said that Najee Harris, distinct possibility as early as 18 in Miami. Uh, we know that Pittsburgh Steelers are the running for a running back. Buffalo has made it known, too, that they could entertain a running back services, and there's always a chance that somebody could trade back in to the back portion of round one to secure the services of a running back that they covet. So I think there is a distinct possibility two guys held three guys. Travis Etienne and Javante Williams could also come off the board in round one. So at plus 225, hell yeah, lock and load that. Oh, absolutely. When I see something that uh, DK offers in that odds boost category that's already something I'm thinking about betting on, oh, yeah, I easily get seduced by the juice. I'm convinced right now that John Lynch thinks he's Kevin Costner in draft day um, and that he's just going to completely throw a curveball, trades up, doesn't even take a quarterback, goes with, you know, like some like a punter. Long I mean, snapper. You know, exactly. He goes completely off the rails, pulls a full Kevin Costner and then walks off into the sunset with Jennifer Garner. Yes, and I will give that a one-and-a-half-star review if it does indeed happen. So there you go. (laughs) On that note, uh, look, if you want to get in on NFL Draft Props, we're going to have a ton of them on tomorrow's program. The NHL is a hockey hump day. After all, Lundy's going to get some picks here in a second. The NBA, Major League Baseball, anything under the betting sun, you do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. And for some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it is a chance to build on last year's success unless you're the Bears. Uh, Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DK Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding to the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is drafted first overall. Oh, you think that's going to happen on Thursday night? Turning $1 to $100 in free bets is simple. All you got to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome, and you will be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected. Hello, Trevor Lawrence. First overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up for a chance to turn $1 
$1,000 and $100 in free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a QB is selected first overall on Thursday night. Don't forget, enter that code FTN during sign-up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or West Virginia residents only. New customers only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this hockey hump day, let's hit the ice with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Lundy, I hope your night in hockey went better than my night in the other sports because uh, if you listen to the featured selections on this pod yesterday, uh, yeah, I missed on the NBA. Uh, yeah, a swing and a miss on MLB 1 and a swing and a miss on MLB 2. I was 0 for 3. Thankfully, the Cubs sucked uh, last night and the under hit on the 3.5 total runs. Otherwise, it would have been a complete unmitigated disaster. So how was your hockey evening and what do you got for us on this update? Well, hockey was it was uh, of the featured picks, Brad, as you uh, as you just pointed out, uh, one and one uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. um, I I but at the end I said, hey, here are three teams that it totally would not surprise me if they pulled the upset. Well, one of them did. Jersey did get the win. Um, Detroit, frankly, should have. The, the damn game was zero <laughs> zero, went all the way to a shootout, and unfortunately, the Red Wings lost. But uh, I mentioned the idea that maybe the Blackhawks, you know, maybe maybe Chicago wouldn't, you know, go in Chicago all over themselves uh but uh, yeah they lost seven to four so that one did not happen let's see if we can go from being one and one yesterday on the featured picks to being two and oh today uh and as i tend to do on the wednesday picks i try to lock and load with you on the games that are going to be shown uh in the national doubleheader so let's start off with the first game of that doubleheader a big one uh that taking place between minnesota and st louis st louis continuing to try to fight back they actually just picked up a win on monday four to one over the colorado Avalanche. We'll talk about the abs here in a minute, but Minnesota is on a tear. They have won seven games in a row. They have not scored fewer than three goals in any of those seven. So not only are they, uh, you know, picking up the victory, but they're doing it by putting the biscuit in the basket frequently. Um, The Blues, on the other hand, have lost their last five road games, and this one is up in the Great White North, up in uh, Minnesota. So uh, fully expect the Wild to be able to easily take care of business. And in this matchup between these two teams, the home team has the edge. If you look over the course of the last six or seven times they've played, uh, the home team has won, I believe, five out of the last seven. So this all points to the fact that Minnesota should be able to take care of business. So take the wild on the money line. Oh, yeah. Make some buckaroos with the wild. Number four. All right, moving on. It's a twofer on this Wednesday in the NHL. What else you got, hombre? Well, I told you we're going to lock and load with the second game of the doubleheader uh, tonight nationally, and that is the two best teams Um, it's really too bad that these guys are both in the West division because frankly, they should wind up playing each other in the conference finals. And instead, because of how everything is set up, it's just not going to happen. We're talking about Vegas and the avalanche. Um, but we're going to stay away from the pick. Part of the reason why with this, the abs are still dealing with some players on the COVID list, including their number one netminder, which is Philip Grubauer. Uh, they're dealing with their number one goal scorer in Miko Rantanen. Um, now, The crazy part is Colorado is actually capable of winning even against Vegas 
even down those two guys. But I'm going to stay away from this one because Vegas has been on a little bit of uh, a tear of late, shall we say. Um, and so we're going to look at the total instead. And with Grubauer not in net, I think it's going to be difficult for Colorado to be able to keep Vegas off the scoreboard. And I'm actually very surprised um, at where the over-under is on goals. It's at five and a half right now. And I thought for sure by the time we got up this morning to get ready for this pod that it was going to already be pushed up to six. Um, and maybe even by the time the puck drops late tonight that it winds up at six and a half. So as of tape time right now, it is still at five and a half, and I would jump all over that. If you all remember yesterday, I said to take the over between Florida and Nashville at five and a half. Yeah, they scored 11 goals in that game. Wow. And I, I don't think that Vegas and the Avs are going to hit that total, but I do think five and a half is too low for teams that are going to be trying to pepper shots at one another in such a huge battle uh, out uh, between two teams that, frankly, if either one of these teams winds up hoisting the cup, I would not be surprised at all. So I'm staying away from the money line, but I like the idea of a lot of goals. This one taking place in Sin City between the Abs and Vegas. Take the over on five and a half. Sound the sirens early and often. Number three. All right, let's go to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day in the NBA presented by, ah, who would have thunk it? Monkeyknifefight.com. Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's more or less over or under at all your favorite player props. Uh, points, rebounds, assists, even fantasy points. Put them in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less of the over the under, the more cash you stuff into your pockets. And use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN as a new user. And when you do, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. Now, yesterday's uh, feature player was a disaster, much like his team as a whole in the Golden State Warriors. You scored 29 points in the first half at home. I know there was just, you know, a smattering of fans in the stands there uh, against the Mavericks, who were outside the top 20 in adjusted defensive efficiency entering the night. A bit of a head-scratcher. Uh, thank you, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and company uh, for falling on your sword. So let's get back on the saddle, and I'm going to go with a Pelican, who I think is going to fly high tonight against the Denver Nuggets, and that is one Lonzo Ball. And I'm going to take the over here, Lundy, on five and a half assists for Ball in this one. Last three games, he's been over in two of his last three contests. He had a dozen dimes against Orlando Magic and six against the Clippers. And the last six games for Ball, in which he has played at least 30 minutes, he has gone over in five of those six contests. Now you look at Denver, you know, of course, uh, losing Jamal Murray, irreplaceable on this roster. Well, they were overly forgiving against point guards, even with Murray on the court. Denver, number 28 an opponent assist per game allowed and number 27 an opponent assist to field goals made allowed this season uh, and in a game that should be a high scoring affair with a 228.5 total I think Lonzo will lay out the nugs and get at least a half dozen dimes fade or follow magic number 19 I can't get over the fact that Draymond Flipping Green had 19 assists against the Nuggets last week. Yes, I know he and Lonzo play different positions, but clearly the way the ball movement is being allowed by the Nuggets uh, got to be frustrating to head coach Michael Malone. So um, I think this is a pretty well set line. I think he 
going to wind up. If he does beat it, and I am going to follow you, uh, if he beats it, I think he may finish right at six. Mm. Um, I think this is a really well-set line, to be honest with you. I know that he's done it two out of the last three games, but as you pointed out, if he doesn't get the minutes, uh, obviously he doesn't get the stats. I need to see him log the minutes um, taken on the Nuggets uh, tonight, but I'll roll with you. I'm going to follow, but I think this one might be a little bit of the bet sweats. Oh, time to pit out with Lonzo Ball. Number two. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. And I got to get right again after yesterday's just uh, unmitigated disaster, as I mentioned before. Uh, I'm going to go back to the strikeout props, which had generally been good to me. And this one is... It's like holding a dead animal in front of an alligator that is voracious, uh, and you're hoping your hand doesn't get eaten alongside the dead, uh, dead animal that you're holding. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and do this and dangle it. Jacob DeGrom, I'm going under here, Lundy, playing with fire on the 10.5 strikeouts against the Boston Red Sox. Now, DeGrom has been dominant, and that might be the understatement of the century. Uh, you know, his four turns in the rotation for the Metropolitans, 15 strikeouts, 14 strikeouts, 14 strikeouts. Oh, and then there's the outlier, seven punch outs, which he had against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, that is good for a 15.52K per nine in 29 innings pitched. And right now he has logged a 24.2. This is just absurd. Swinging strike rate. Uh, that is nearly 10 percentage points above his career average in that category. But Boston's a different beast compared to Washington, Colorado, Miami, and the Phillies. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have the fifth lowest strikeout rate at 22.2% this season. Uh, Boston is also number one in total OPS, uh, averaging 5.04 runs per game, and they're number six in overall contact rate. It's going to be close, but I think it's going to be nine or 10 Ks for the Cy Young front runner who is just steamrolling through the competition. So, fade or follow, minus 121 on the under at DraftKings Sportsbook. Jacob DeGrom, 10.5 punch outs against Boston. You used the the gator reference, right? The crocodile yeah, reference. You're yeah. going to hold the dead. You're the guy that would be out on the golf course trying to take a <laughs> selfie with the gator that's laying on the side. You're like, no, it'll be it'll be fine, guys. Uh, and Here, I'll be hold- like Chubbs and Happy Gilmore, and that'll be you know, all she wrote. Yeah, it'll hold my beer, guys. Watch this. Um, man, you are really <laughs> playing with fire here. Here's what I'll say. I actually am going to follow you on this one because it is 10 and a half. I, I could see him hit double figures and then stop right at 10. So I like that idea of nine or 10. If this number had been set up to 11 and a half, I would not be touching it. Um, I, I, I mean, I'd be going under, I'd be going under no problem. If it were at nine and a half, I mean, I wouldn't be touching it because I think it is going to be either nine or 10. You're right. Boston, not the same kind of opponent, certainly uh, as uh, Colorado, which I, I don't know why manager Bud Black, when they were playing DeGrom, <laughs> didn't just go, uh, we're out. Like, we surrender, the, wave the white flag after throw an Throw the damn towel. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think the, the Rockies really should have considered that in the game against DeGrom. I will follow you on this one. I think he finishes right smack on the nose at 10. Oh, bring the bats, Boston, please. Number one. All right, uh, let's go to the south side of the Windy City. I'm going to work in a run line. I'm going to take the White Sox. Uh, and of course, the standard one run line is minus one and a half. It's plus 102 if the White Sox win by two or more runs against the hapless Detroit Tigers. And I know the Tigers took care of them and Lucas Giolito and sunk my battleship yesterday on the strikeouts prop. But Carlos 
Rodon is on the bump, and he has been virtually untouchable this season, Lundy, uh, for the White Sox. Only one earned run in 19 innings pitch with a 24-8 to strikeout to walk split. Uh, he goes up against Casey Mize of the Tigers, who has been uh, a cute, cuddly kitten. Uh, they're on the rubber, 20.2 innings pitched. He's uh, 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 surrendered a ton of earned runs, 5.23 ERA. He's given up five home runs. Again, in 20 and two-thirds innings pitched uh, with a disgusting 2.00K to walks ratio. So I think in the end, the White Sox are going to exact the revenge of what happened yesterday. Uh, they're going to win this thing convincingly. So, again, Chicago on the run line, minus one and a half with a plus 102 juice. Fade or follow. You love yourself some revenge games, don't I do. you? I do. It doesn't matter if it's a player that's been traded. Or there's 162 games in the season and, yeah, we're barely into the year. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Somebody's like somebody's trolling somebody else on Twitter yeah, and you're yeah. like, it's revenge game. All right, Brad, I'll follow you on a revenge game. Why not? See the Southsiders be able to get it done. Plus, you seduced me by the juice with this one. I, I can't help it. I, I see a plus number. You know, we talk about this a lot with my hockey picks. Obviously, you know, it's not too often that we're jumping on plus numbers uh, because we're trying to, you know, maybe a two game parlay, things like that. But you got me on a straight up plus number. I'll take the juice. I'll roll with you with the Southsiders. Let's do it. All right. Hack away Jose Abreu and company in that one all right before we get out of here Lundy yeah uh, it is again a hockey hump day and I know you got a lot of bonus time give me a pick or two uh, that you got still in the hopper Let's go with uh, one in particular, Ottawa. Okay, Ottawa has sucked all year, okay? They're, they're not a good team. We've talked about there's a few teams we've been able to bet against frequently. I know it's too stupid to do it with Chicago yesterday. Uh, but you can do it uh, in particular. But this time, I'm actually going to roll the other direction. Ottawa is at home. Ottawa has only won 18 games all year. All season, they've only won 18 games. Five of those have happened in their last seven. So I like the fact that the Senators are on a little bit of a roll. They just beat Vancouver on Monday by the final of two to one. I think they can do it again. These are two bottom dweller teams in the division. And I think that Ottawa will manage to get it done again. So I'm going to roll with them. And because these two teams are so bad, this is like when you watch one of the really bad bowl games in early <laughs> December, right? Where, right. you know, these two teams, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, there's some good players on each side, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's the, like the weed eater bowl, right? Um, that's kind of what this game is. And in fact, it's an early one. So if you're listening to the podcast, this one, the puck drops at 530 Eastern time. So you're going to want to jump on this one early. But I will take Ottawa because they are only at a minus 103 um, on the uh, on the money line. So I'm going to roll with the Senators to get another victory and maybe actually get some, some moral victories down the stretch here before they pack it up for the season. All right, I like it. I got a couple of bonus times as well across a couple of different sports. Uh, Going back to the NBA, I'm going to take the under on Colby White, 16.5 points against the New York Knicks, who were cooled off by Phoenix uh, in their last game. Now, White has been over this number in four of his last five, but he went for 13 and, again, 13, king of consistency there, in early February in back-to-back matchups against the Knickerbockers. This is the fifth toughest matchup for a point guard in the NBA, according to the FTN Daily Advanced DVP tool. In New York, number four in adjusted offensive efficiency. I don't think White gets the 17 points. And uh, back on the diamond, Clayton Kershaw. Give me the under. Seven and a half strikeouts against the Reds. 
Uh, Kershaw's been under this number in three of four starts this season. Cincinnati right smack dab in the middle of Major League Baseball and strikeout percentage at number 15 with a 24.1% mark. Uh, I think it's going to be a six or seven strikeout outing just tucking under that seven and a half. Be good to me, Captain Hook. Yar! And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith of Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Chavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? Check out FTN Fantasy ftndaily.com and ftnbets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code EVANS to score a sweet subscription discount today. And as always, until next time, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.